Okay, so the nugget for today is around the fact that if you had a perfect childhood, you are likely hiding more trauma from yourself than you actually think. So often those that come, and actually I'm going to say always, like I'm sure there's someone that like doesn't agree with this, but in my situation with the client of clients that I've had and been, and I've been doing this for a very long time and I am one of these clients as well, this is true. People that have come from perfect childhoods, they often kind of blow off and gaslight their experiences because they don't look bad, quote unquote, look bad, right? So to the human eye in front of you, they don't actually look like they're that bad. Compared to when you come from a childhood of drugs and alcohol and abuse, you can see that trauma right in front of you. But when everything's been shoved under the carpet from your family, if you grew up in quote unquote, a perfect childhood, you've also shoved all your own shit under the carpet, all of your own feelings, your own experiences, your own feelings of not feeling safe or validated or enough or whatever it is. And because from the outside perspective and from your eyes, like, you know, looking back into the past, everything looks good. It seems good. You think compared to when you have the kind of client that has clearly grown up in a very abusive childhood, they can remember a lot of instances of verbal, physical, emotional abuse. Dad was an alcoholic. There were drugs being used all the time. They moved around a lot. Like when there's those really obvious things, often we will validate ourselves more in, oh yeah, well, those things were trauma. But if they weren't really, really clear and obvious, then we will often invalidate ourselves about it. This also goes for those of you that have been in situations where there was some kind of, whether you want to call it sexual abuse, whether you just want to call it that you were taken advantage of and you diminished your experience because you knew the person or because it was, you know, done at a party where you had friends around. So you were like technically kind of safe, whatever it is. You have to remember that as an adult, looking back and thinking back to these instances, you minimize them. You minimize them because we don't remember them as badly as what they actually were for the vast majority of cases. And we do that on purpose. Our brain is wired to do that because if we remember nearly getting killed by a saber-toothed tiger, are we going to go out hunting two days later again? No. We have to forget. That's why we forget traumatic situations. That's why when there is a lot of adrenaline pumping through your body, you can't remember it. Why do people not remember their whole wedding? Even if they didn't have a sip of alcohol, it's not because they were like under the influence of alcohol when they fucking won. It wasn't because of anything like that. It's because there was so much adrenaline that their brain literally couldn't remember it all. Even when there's really, uh, even when there's a lot of adrenaline from a great situation, like your wedding, for example, it's still adrenaline. So like something that I'm going to be doing and that I'm going to be encouraging my fiance to engage with me. And I haven't told him this, but we'll see what he, we'll see what he thinks. I come up with great things. And he's like, you are so fucking weird. Um, is I want us to have a little section at the wedding where we can just go connect, cool down, recoup, and just like remember the last hour. Because in kind of bringing our bodies down, it's going to help us to be able to remember more of the wedding day afterwards. It's going to help us to stay really, really present as well and keep our bodies grounded and regulated, which will then also help us to remember more of the wedding day. So going back to trauma though. So 
when you've had any kind of instances, whether they were big or not big, whatever you call big or not big is up is totally uh, up to you because uh, we all perceive things differently. But nonetheless, is you are wired to not remember the actual pain that you necessarily experienced. So looking back, you can then diminish and invalidate the pain that that experience actually caused you as a child or as a teenager. And this is especially the case when you've grown up in a perfect childhood, because you'll think to yourself, well, what do I have to complain about? Like my mom picked me up from the party. My parents are still together. There was food on the table all the time. Like who am I to complain? And we also do this because we will compare ourselves to people that have it worse. And I think this has been exacerbated by cancel culture as well. Um, but we will think to ourselves and we will invalidate ourselves because we will think somebody else has it worse. So we have no right to complain. But when you do that, and I know that it comes from a good place of you are wanting to be empathetic to other people, but you can be empathetic and sensitive to other people that have gone through really bad situations whilst also validating your own situation that you have gone through. Okay. So for these sorts of, for those of you that have grown up in a perfect childhood, I'm just saying quote unquote perfect childhood, and you know, you've got some stuff, even though you might be invalidating it a little bit because like, it doesn't make sense. Everything was fine. Often you guys have the most to gain from doing in-person work because it can take you so fucking much to let go of that wall and to, to actually like, uh, feel and validate the fact that you do have pain. It's, often easier for somebody that visibly has a lot of pain in the past because they're not gaslighting themselves or they haven't been gaslighting themselves for the last 10 years of their life. Also, I feel like a lot of us feel shame around not having that much trauma in regards to shame around expressing that we have stuff to heal. All I'm going to say is fuck all of that. I'm so over it. And this like, she's had it worse. She does like, what you got nothing to complain about. You're there, like all that kind of stuff. I'm so over it. Everybody gets to heal. Everybody gets to fix their trauma. Every single one of you deserves to come to an event of mine, to do a program of mine, whatever it is, and to allow yourself to be free of the past, whether or not you think it was a big deal is irrelevant in my opinion. Guys, I literally have your summer plans sorted for next year. I'm so excited. If you haven't heard the fabulous news, I am bringing my three-day immersion back to New York City where it all started in 2019 for the first ever event, Never Not A Vibe. And I am crashing your European summer because I am doing my first Europe immersion event. I cannot fucking wait. I'm screaming, but I am not gonna scream down the microphone to you because you're probably not going to enjoy that. If you click the link below, you can sign up to the waitlist, but you can also get the dates for the New York City immersion and the Europe immersion. You get the prices, the everything, so that you can save the date, you can put it in your calendar. No one then gets priority over you and you get to have the best best summer of 2024 because you get to spend it with me and more importantly you get to heal your trauma and fully step into the most radiant sensual magnetic alluring abundant delicious woman that you could possibly imagine yourself to be so i'm so excited make sure your name is on one of the lists or both of the lists if you're thinking about coming to both and keep a lookout in your emails for all of the the information as we start to drip it out to you guys. Oh, I'm so excited.